I have a question for you. Okay. How are you doing on this fine day? I'm doing all right. Like I said, like, Jesse came back yesterday, and it was... Hey, you know what? Like, when you have two dogs in the house, and there's two adults in the house to handle those two dogs, Mm -hmm. you know what what helps you really, really appreciate having the other adult in the house? One of them not being there? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And seeing, like, ha- like having to do the stuff that she normally does without me having to think about it. Sure. In terms of just, like, taking them outside and feeding them and giving them their medicine. Like, yeah, just kind it's of not stuff. a lot, but, like, you have to be on it all the time. And, and just having one less person in the house so that if any of the dogs need anything, they just come to you and bug you all the time. Well, it's, it's, it's when you live with someone, it's, there are things that happen that you don't really pay attention to sometimes. And then when mm-hmm. that person's not around, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That usually just magically gets done. And I don't, and I didn't notice it. Now I really appreciate that she was doing that all the time. So like, so, there was that's... a lot of that, even being able to like alternate taking the dogs out. So I only have to like take them out like once or twice a day Yeah, instead of four. Like, makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Especially considering they don't walk well together, so you actually have to take them both. Oh my like, God. separately. Right. <laughs> so it's like, it went from taking, like, two or three walks around the neighborhood a day to, like, eight. Oh, my God. Hey, you know what? It's it's good It's good for your, your health. It is. It, it is. Some it's extra good, walking it's good exercise. That's, that's something I could do more of, but, you know. <laughs> well. <laughs> have you, I mean, so what is. Couldn't we all? Yeah, that's that's the polite thing to always say. I agree. Uh, so outside of that, have you? We haven't done this in a while. What are what are uh, what what's some what's some games you've been playing in the last couple weeks? Just I mean, podcasts. I mean, not podcast games, but like for fun. I so okay. So you did ask me like in, during the last podcast, like what's the last uh, or maybe the podcast before that? I don't know. We recorded them really close to each other, so I don't. Oh, like, that's true. I, I'm having a hard time remembering what was in which one, but we can, you asked we just... recently, like, what's the last game that I played off stream? Oh, I did ask that. Yeah. And I was like, I think it was like, I think it was like Mahjong in Yakuza. Yeah, that's what we, <laughs> that's what we ended up or, talking and like, about. And if it's something I actually played a lot of, then it would have been like Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Like last, like last like a fall. year ago. Yeah. Um, I realized that I'm wrong. The answer was Fall Guys. Oh, Fall Guys, duh. Yeah, I, I think played, I said no, I, I think, I, think I said you can't use Fall Guys though. Okay, I, I I now have a memory saying that you can't include Fall Guys because I know you play that a lot. Yeah, because you got to get you got to get Sonic now. It's weird, like in terms of like what games have you played? Like the answer becomes a lot more complicated if the answer is what is a game that you've played offline that you didn't also stream at one point? Right. Because then it's like well, then it's yeah, probably like, like a cell phone game because <laughs> it's yeah, what you were doing just yeah. on the couch. <laughs> Like that's the la- that's the first one that comes to mind. But um, I did spend basically all day yesterday just doing mini games in Yakuza. That's so cool. So I did, did all of the I did the... all the mahjong stuff again because mahjong is my jam now. <laughs> um, basically, like won all of the tournaments, won like an endless supply of money. See, look look at look what video games have taught you. I it's they've taught me like... how to play other games. Like, yeah, but that's cool. Like, that's a complicated game. It's not like you learned how to play, you know, war or something. That's like, true. Yeah. Like, you could you could go to a you could go to Japan and you could play Mahjong poorly with people I, and they would be very impressed. 
I literally had thought about like, like I, I have like these weird fantasies sure. about like how cool would it be to just go to a mahjong parlor and that's what I'm saying and just hang out with these old Japanese men and beat them in mahjong, which I wouldn't actually do because I'm not no. that good at it. No, but like <laughs> maybe one round. Like I like I could take a hand or two, and so that's that's the goal. That's the goal. Whenever whenever you know <laughs> the world is back to whatever normal is. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a trip to, to Japan just so you can have your, have your hand at a, at a, at an old Mahjong parlor. I don't think it's wise to do that because those are like, first of all, they're smoke filled just cause. Yeah, um, true. Borks. That's all right. They're, they're, they're just agreeing with you about. <laughs> they're, they're agreeing with me that Jesse's home. There you go. Can you, um, can, do people play mahjong in the park? Is it like chess somewhere? I don't think so. Because first of all, you need four. Pl- you know what they play in the park? No. Or just like in random places? Shogi. Okay. Shogi they play in the park because that basically is chess. So Except is, it's is way mahjong like, like poker? Huh? Is mahjong kind of like poker it's, in yeah, Japan? Yeah, it's much more comparable to poker. And, sure. it is, and it is played in places where you would expect poker to be played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's kind of... It's it's sort of that it's got that vibe to it. Yeah, it's definitely like it is. Poker is the most comparable game to Mahjong. It, won the it just has a thousand too. more rules to it. Right. Oh, yeah. It's, it's more complicated. But yeah, like that is that is the parallel for sure. Well, maybe we'll find like <laughs> we'll go there and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll find a place. There has to be a place where, where you can sit down and play Mahjong with people just so they're like, oh, <laughs> this gaijin is gonna play some uh some mahjong eh <laughs> yeah like it's it like i don't know that i'd ever actually have the guts to do it but like it is a maybe cool, okay it is a cool thought i'll learn it with you and we'll be the we'll be the awkward two people sitting at a table waiting for some somebody to play with us <laughs> well the other thing is like it's much like poker it's generally steeped in gambling yeah of course and so, like, I don't know if we legally can play it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You it know, is a weird like... thing. You see, uh, you see, like, the old men in arcades. Yeah. On, like, the fourth floor where, like, and it's basically just, like, pachinko machines and, mm-hmm. and digital Mahjong games. And you see these old men just sitting there playing, playing Mahjong. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. This is like a weird casino floor. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why it's like this, but all right. <laughs> well, maybe they'll be like, uh, maybe we'll just go to like a university and play with some students instead. <laughs> I just, sure? I want the experience of, of you sitting. I want to watch. I just want to see their reaction. It's for me. Tom's just <laughs> like, like Tom's just out here. Like, I just want to watch you. I want to watch other people watch you. Yes, yes. Play mahjong, and I want them to be surprised that you know how to play. Come on, it, it would be like we'll go to an arcade and I'll wear like <laughs> exercise clothes and I'll play DDR for thirty minutes poorly, <laughs> and, and then you can do the reverse, or well, not the reverse, but the same thing. Kind of a a, a neat version of this. Um, when uh, when Jesse and I went to Japan and took my brother. Yeah. Um. We were in, I think we were in Akiba, like, okay. you know, like you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think we we're in the Club Sega there, which I oh, think yeah. is yeah. the Club Sega that closed down recently. I think sadly. so. I think. 
Um, but we I know were one of them like, closed down. Huh? I'm pretty sure that's the one that closed down because I know one one closed down. And I want to say it was. I think one. it's anyways, the one in Akiba. Yeah. Which like seems like the one that wouldn't close down, but at the same yeah, time, true. I'm sure rent there is really expensive. I'm gonna, I was going to say there might be just a, a person or a company that's has more. I, I'm I'm going to guess it's going to stay the same thing. It just won't be called that anymore. So, right. You know what sure. I mean? But anyways. Um. Yeah, there was a there was a low key version of that where the three of us were like learning this. Um, we were learning this new rhythm game. Oh, OK. Um, I don't know if you I don't know if you know it, but it's one of those ones where like there's a big round screen and it's got buttons like around the edges. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was, it was neat. And we were like we were learning it and we started playing it together. And it's like they'll have like four linked machines and you can all play together. Oh, that's awesome. So the three of us were like, we kept putting, we kept putting coins in and we like tried it out together and Mm -hmm. we played a couple of songs and then we turned around and there were like seven people watching us (laughs) and like they started applauding and we were like, the fuck? We just, we don't know what we're doing. (laughs) And I think it was just the spectacle of like, look at these foreigners playing together. Well, and it's, and it's a genre that it's. It's like fun to watch. It's kind of a spectacle, but yeah. it's also hard to, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's sort of an intimidating game to play in an arcade. If you're uncomfortable with right, that right, idea, right. right. Because it's, it's, it definitely draws a crowd. It's not like if you're playing, I don't know, house of the dead or something, no one cares. Everyone, right, everyone right, right. knows what that is or whatever, but like uh, the rhythm games are the, I think they're sort of the, they're the they're, most watchable for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because if somebody is bad, it's kind of amusing. If someone's good, it's jaw dropping. Yeah, um, yeah, that's fun. I love that. I was, I, I actually when when I was there with Lachise, I didn't play any rhythm games because I was like, I don't, I don't want to play by my, like, I didn't want to play by myself, and Lachise doesn't mm-hmm. really like them very much. Um, so I, I, I chickened out and didn't, didn't play DDR, and I, I, I kind of. I don't say I want to kick myself for it or anything. It's not that extreme, but it's one of those things like, oh, I should have just done it. Who cares? But I also, yeah. I, I, I get very sweaty. And if you're not like prepared for that, then. Oh yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to bring like a towel and a whole, like a change of clothes. And... <laughs> yeah. We're a sign that says, I'm sorry. I'll clean this when I'm done. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> oh man. Like my first time in Japan, like it was late july into early august and it was oh, like 100 God. degrees every day oh, dude it's just like no one on this train get close to me i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm, sorry I'm like this <laughs> we were we went uh i wanted to go see the the uh the whirlpools in um oh god is the place actually called naruto oh i don't know I, I think I don't. I think that's I'm what it's called. But now I'm now I'm second guessing myself just because it's the name of the anime. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm feeling silly. Anyways, we went there and it was so hot and we got lost because they told us to take a, a bus and we got a bus and they dropped us off like in the middle of nothing, like actually nowhere. We were so confused. Mm. Um, and so we just walked for a very long time, and we ended up getting there and finding it. And we walked up the kind of the mountain and all this stuff, and we got down and there was a like some some shops and stuff and i'm i'm so hot and it's just like sweating mm-hmm. and some some uh shopkeeper comes up to us like oh you know they're talking to us in japanese and i'm just kind of saying i'm sorry i don't know anything and they're like oh let me they like they they wanted to give us a drink so they handed me this this beverage and i was like oh thank god and i i drank it and as i'm drinking it i'm just forcing a smile because it's like a it's like scalding hot tea and oh, i didn't yeah, realize yeah. the cup was that hot cuz it was covered in like a 
like a thing. It wasn't just like I was holding the, you know, the porcelain glass. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, good, 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 good. I was like, yeah, this is, I don't want this. It's so hot. <laughs> and and I wanted something cold. Oddly enough, I felt cooled down afterwards. I don't know if it's some, you know, some some magic of drinking super hot stuff when you're really hot. And then mm-hmm. it, like, the, the difference between the two, like, I, I, it felt okay afterwards, but I tell you what, that was not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. I think there is something to that. Like I, I've heard people say like drinking hot beverages on hot days is actually, will actually cool you down. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like, maybe it just raises your internal body temperature to be closer to the outside. So it doesn't, so like, then it feels closer to the outside air temperature. So you don't feel as hot. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. But then I, I found a place that sold ice cream cause they sell ice cream everywhere. And, in japan and it they was, sure do including in those. the arcades yeah dude they, which they, seems like a terrible idea if you think about it yeah it does because like it seems like a really terrible idea and <laughs> something yet, liquidy and like melty and sticky yeah get those around the electronics yeah please go <laughs> please go play pop and music oh yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's so many games you could have picked, and that's the right one. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Uh, did you ever play? Did you ever play a uh, U beat? But it's spelled no. like U beat. It's the one that's like a. It, it looks like a cube. No, it's really it's really fun. It's like oh, I'm looking at an image of it. Yeah. It, oh, it's that looks basically... sick. Does the cube spin? Oh no 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 no. No, okay, it's, okay. it's like, totally just like press the buttons in this four by four grid. It's totally yeah. static. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got, um, I got really excited for a like, <laughs> basically like think poppin' music where it's in every rhythm game where it's hit the buttons in rhythm. Sure. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, the that's buttons, every, every music game ever. Yeah. But the buttons are the screen and you actually can see the, uh, like all, all 16 of the buttons in the four by four grid are little screens and you can actually see the uh you actually see the like rather than the the notes coming down a grid or something they just pop up on the buttons themselves and you hit those buttons and you just press the buttons in order as they as they light up to the music that's cool it's very fun this image this image calls it musical (laughs) whack-a-mole it's basically musical whack-a-mole that's fair (laughs) man rhythm games ah they're like I love them so much. I really do. And it's it's weird because they they can it's it's strange because sometimes you you play one you're like this just this is this is this is really this is really my jam and then you play another one that's more or less the same thing and you're like this is terrible. <laughs> it's it's really funny how the either the type of music or the mood you're in or just the way that it's presented can change can make or break the entire experience of of a rhythm game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Even though they're all, fun. I mean, I suppose it's true with a lot of games, but it's it seems really weird with with music games because they're not, they're 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 all so similar when you really break them down. I mean, even more so than a normal like you could say like all platformers are the same because you're just going you know left to right or whatever, right, right, jumping over stuff. But r- rhythm games are even more similar, I would say, because they're they're actually all identical, and it's entirely up to how whatever the interface is that you have to yes. press to. Uh, the interface and the presentation is like 99% of the game. Yeah. Like I loved, um, I didn't play it myself, but my, uh, my really good friend, he, he loved, um, uh, two, two DX. It's like the, the, the game that has a, it's like, I think it's, 
nine keys or seven keys and then a, a turntable on the side. And oh. I'm pretty sure it's where they got the idea for for DJ Hero. Yeah, they, and and uh, not DJ Hero. What was it? Called? Was it called DJ Hero? That doesn't sound right. There was there is a there is a DJ Hero. There is also a Beat Mania, and they are all oh Beat Mania 2DX. Beat Mania yeah. 2DX are are the same thing. Oh, uh, they are okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I, I believe they're the same thing. That he's used them interchangeably, and I want to say one maybe was the original name, or then that was the name that they use later. I don't know. Um, but I, I like that a lot. And then I had a lot of fun with, I actually bought, I, I, is it, was it called DJ Hero, the one that was in the United States? Where they, where I they mixed, think so, like, but like, I think Beat Mania made some, something of a footprint here as well. Mm-hmm. But like DJ were, Hero was, was basically one. like Red Octane and, and Activision yeah. well, and trying had, to like cop the idea. Yeah, because it was like popular, it was like, you know, songs with like rap songs and pop songs yeah, from yeah. America and stuff that they mixed together. And that was that was really cool. I enjoyed the the controller layout. Like it was fun just to play. And there, there's something sort of rewarding about doing the wicka wicka wicka. Like where you get to scratch the the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. disc. That's cool. I get that. I don't know. It's a uh, yeah. That's just fun. I you know what I really want is a drum for 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 Tycho Drum Master. That's that's something I've always. Wanted I had one of those. You did? What? Yeah. For for PS2 way back in the day. Whoa, that's like, fancy. Also. PS2 way back in the day are words I just said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That hurts. uh, That's way back. I mean, it is. It is. But thinking (laughs) about it hurts. (laughs) No, getting getting old is is exciting. We get perspective. We get to say things like PS2 back in the day. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) We we, what's what's really fun is, you know, 15 years ago when I was in college. (laughs) Right. That's what I I was going for. Something like that. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a well i've told you this before and i probably even talked about it on the podcast when i was teaching and kids would be like where i was asking what their favorite game was as a kid like growing up as a young person <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and they're talking about ps2 games or xbox 360 one of them said yep. like, holy crap what <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> that's not possible <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> and then you do the math and you're like shit Oh, that's totally that's totally possible. I just that totally that, I'm that old. totally lines up. I guess I'm not really that old, but 30, 34 is young. It's like, oh geez, Mario sixty four is older than all of you by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's what really? Uh, just it was like a week or two ago. Somebody was talking about influential movies, and I I, I like I like watching movies, so I was curious. I read the mm-hmm. clickbait article, and it didn't even mention the Matrix. And they and I was like, how how is this possible? Like, how do you not talk about the Matrix as a movie that shaped the way we think about the world? And I was like, oh, because it's twenty four years old, and there's people alive today that have never seen it and don't care. And it's yeah. it's one of those how how like it just seems like a movie that you can say the Matrix and everyone has an idea of what you're talking about in, in my head, but maybe that's just not true anymore. <laughs> I mean, I I think the Matrix had a lot of damage done to it when. Um, they released two ill-received sequels. Yeah, I, yeah. Because what's weird is I really liked. I actually enjoyed the movies when I saw them, but it's also because I was you know in high school or whatever when sure, sure the the second and third one came out, and it was like yeah, this is. I know they're dumb movies, but they're they're fun. Watching them now, the second one's especially bad. Like I love the movie still, but it's really hard to watch because some of the choices they make for. I, this sounds stupid, but sound effects are really, really stupid. There's mm. like one part where, do you remember the scene when um, Neo is fighting all of the Agent Smiths like in a little playgroundy area? 
I have not seen The Matrix. Well, yeah, but have you ever seen that? I, I knew you hadn't seen it. I should say, do you remember seeing a clip of that ever? <laughs> or something akin to that. Uh, of which scene again? Where, where Neo, so Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know who Neo is. I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time. It's fighting Agent Smith or, you know, the, the iconic white the dude, dude in with, the suit with the glasses. Yeah, and there's like a ton of a ton of those guys and he's fighting one agent or one uh, one Neo. Do you remember that at all? I, I feel like I've probably seen the thing. Is it the like one where he like, is it the one where the, the scene happens where he like sort of splits into like five after images of himself? Yeah, well, basically he just starts turning all the people in the Matrix into Agent Smiths and he has to fight all of them. And it's a kind of, it's what doesn't really matter. But there's a scene in it where <laughs> Neo knocks a bunch of them down and they actually use bowling pin sound effects. And it's like, oh, what? <laughs> this oh, is... wow. Okay. And I didn't remember this as like a, a, a young person watching this, but I, <laughs> I watched it again a couple of years ago. I was like, oh God, this is, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> I can see where somebody who is older watched this was like, what the, why are there bowling pin sound effects for this? Yeah. It's, it's one of, it's, it's one of those weird, like, like that was a, that was a decision. Right. No, it was on purpose. That, like, someone, oh, this will be that funny. someone made, I don't know, <laughs> in a very particular, like in a very particular way. Yeah, because it doesn't sound like people hitting people. <laughs> well, no, it's like it's it's a stylistic choice, but it's like, why? Why did they decide that they wanted this to be like cartoon slapstick all of a sudden? <laughs> right. Well, and what, what was weird for me is that I didn't notice it. Like the tons of times I had watched it in high school, I never, ever noticed yeah. that. Like, I don't know. It was it's. Sometimes time and perspective when you see things, it, yeah, it, yeah. it basically just, it made it easier for me to see something and be like, yeah, I, I guess I can understand how people, like someone can watch a thing and hate it and I can't understand why, but maybe it's just because I didn't notice something or they didn't notice something or whatever it is. And it's, it's sort of one of those, I suppose it's comes with time where you're just like, yeah, it's okay. You don't have to like the same thing I like, because maybe I completely missed the thing that you thought was so stupid or for whatever reason, that hang up is what was what, you know. Yeah, I, I think it. that like providing that sort of providing that sort of perspective and, and like looking back at something that that we either didn't notice or we just we just sort of enjoyed on a surface level and mm -hmm. going into it in a in a like that's kind of the whole point of doing this podcast, right? Like yeah, that's what we're yeah. doing here. Yeah, well and that's it's it's, looking, it's really it, fun. Oh yeah. and it's really fun to play a game or, or see a movie. Like Terminator two is it's I don't know if it's my favorite movie of all time, but it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I just, I love everything about that movie. And it's, yeah. it's one that's put together really well mm -hmm. uh, back in, back then that you can watch it today. And sure, you can tell that the special effects are older, but they did such oh, a yeah. great job with the movie that it's, it's still fun to watch. And it still kind of captures all of the excitement of what a, what a movie, like a summer blockbustery movie could have. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is my, I loved him as a, he was like my favorite childhood actor. Like I saw all of his movies and stuff. Yeah, sure. And that it was so cool <laughs> to play uh, this NES game. Stat. I was going to say, we're... <laughs> because yeah. it stars Arnold. <laughs> Just Arnold. Just Arnold. No, no, no. Just Ar like, okay. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger's cousin, Arnold. Just Arnold. Mm -hmm. Affiliation, major scat. Or yeah, no, no relation to Hey Arnold. No, no Hey Arnold. Just Arnold. <laughs> Oh God! All and, right, uh, so so this week, let's throw a disclaimer out. Okay, 
This week, we are discussing the NES, I don't know what to call it, not, I'm classic, In but quotes. not really, because I don't know that anyone actually knows about this game at all. I don't think, except for the people at Nintendo who were like, yeah, we can put that on there for cheap. Yeah. Natsume uh, isn't a company anymore, so this, this is going to cost oh, us true. nothing. that's true, they're not. <laughs> well, I think they're around, but aren't they just kind of like a shell <laughs> or something? No, I think they actually went bankrupt recently. Okay. Like, very recently. Uh, and all of their, like, well, I mean, they lost Harvest Moon, but or it's, like, Story of Seasons well, now. They, they, Harvest Moon, they, they own Harvest Moon, I believe, like, the name and everything, but everyone that matters is gone. And they, because when they went to go make Story of Seasons. Wait, that, what? What? Oh, this is weird. What? What? Natsume is the name of two video game publishers. Wait, is this not the, this is not the Harvest Moon people? Natsume Atari and oh. Natsume Incorporated that were once the same company but are now completely separated. Oh. When did they separate? In 1995. R really? Natsume Co. Limited was founded in Japan in October 20th, 1987. It established an American division called Natsume Inc. in 1988. In 1995, Natsume Inc. split from Natsume Co. Limited to become an independent company. What did, the name what Natsume did... was retained by both company companies in their respective countries. That's so weird. In 2013, Natsume Co. Limited renamed itself Natsume Atari, following a merger with its subsidiary Atari that year. Okay. So Japanese Natsume is now also Atari, but Natsume also exists as an American company that used to be related to Natsume, but basically bought itself out. So in what does the American, not, what, what have they done? I like, have, what have no they, idea. Okay, excellent. But I can tell you that the, 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 the wonderful game, we'll be talking about today was Natsume of the past because this came out prior to their split. Yes. So this is Natsume prime. This is <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is, this is pre split Natsume. Um, I guess also, uh, my name's Tom day. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Tom day. <laughs> and we're, and you, you can find me on Twitter at, at twitter.com slash Tom day VG. And, uh, and, and we're talking about the, the retro, or we're on the retro breakdown talking about a video game or something. What's your name? <laughs> Hi, my name's Dean, but you find me online at Time Wanderer. That's twitch.tv slash Time Wanderer and twitter.com slash Time Wanderer 3-3 because someone else has the name without the numbers, but they haven't used their account since 2011, but I can't get it. And because 33 is, it's just a lovely, it's a lovely, it's a lovely number. It's my birthday. See, lovely. Can't can't go wrong with that. And today we're so, talking about scat. That's the disclaimer. This game wait, wait, is called <laughs> is called Special Cybernetic Attack Team, but Obviously. it very <laughs> prominently abbreviates itself as scat. Now we're going to try to remain mature about this. Yes, but there is no getting around the fact that the game is called scat. <laughs> S and period C period A period T period. 
this was clearly on purpose because it's not like special cybernetic attack team is. It <laughs> they could have picked any words like they wanted. Joke. Yes, the whole game is clearly a joke. There's there's no doubt about it because it is two... very. It's close to parody. I would say it, it is. Th- there's two characters. You have Arnold, who looks like the Arnold you'd think. Um, yep. And then player two is Sigourney. Wait, they say Sigourney, right? And it which looks... is the Sigourney you would think. Yes. Um, and it's it's like a. I mean, I guess that's about where the parody sort of ends, but. Well, the ending maybe where they're like, "Hey, I'm going on vacation now" or something. It's like, no, the president's like, got to no, throw you a parade. The, but the president wants to throw you a parade. It's like later, losers. <laughs> See ya. I'm going to go watch a sunset. Yeah. The end. Um. Yeah. This is this is a this is a spoilers. Game you... Oh, totally. We've ruined the story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the 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 incredible story of in the 21st century um aliens take over earth but they left a nice i think they call it an astro tube or something that connects new york to their mothership which in an excellently des- in, a, in a wonderfully designed level that would never cause anyone motion sickness you oh. traverse upwards uh yeah <laughs> damn i almost made a i almost made a a bad joke about the the name i'm sorry i won't um that's it, gonna be hard yeah i know <laughs> Yep. Anyway, it's, it's right there. It is right there. So, did you know anything about this game other than the name? I've never that... heard of this game. Yeah, me neither. Did you know? Even after we decided this was the game we were playing, I did not know it was an auto scroll like a like a. It is. It is R-type a Gradius style Gradius. scrolling shooter, but with basically like jetpack using characters that look like they're ripped from Contra. Yeah, it's and yes, like this game borrows heavily like yeah borrows a good word (laughs) yeah (laughs) well like okay so your characters look like contra the general story is essentially contra it does this really cool thing though i don't you don't have to play the game maybe you can just kind of have it happening right now in the background as we talk about it but the opening cutscene is really neat because they sync up at one point the running sound with like the music and i actually enjoyed that a lot i was like hey that's it's kind of catchy. Like, I'm surprised there wasn't a, you know, one of those weird niche OC remixes that no one listens to or something. Yeah, something no, like that. it's like I, I was I was taken with that, too. There's a there's a point where it just zooms in on like boots that are running. Yeah, but it's it's very rhythmic and it adds like a it adds a percussion track to the uh, to the theme that's going on. Yeah. Like while like to the beat of the boot, like it's it's actually like. Someone put time and effort into that. That was someone's baby. I want to say that the music, while ultimately forgettable, was enjoyable while playing. There was no point where I thought, wow, the sound is really terrible here. No, 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 it was Uh, fine. The sound design for the whole game was actually, I I would say, (laughs) it's maybe, I don't want to say it's best feature, but it was just good. Like, I, I enjoyed the music and the way everything sounded as it was, as things were taking damage and stuff, which sometimes we play games where that's not the case. It's true. I mean, one thing that, one thing that jumps out at me. Yeah. Just looking like, just having the Wikipedia page open. Yeah. Um, like, this game came out, like, right before, or right after? They may be, they may be listed out of order. Okay. Um... Anyway, right around the time as Shadow of the Ninja. 
Well, if you look at the instruction manual and scroll down to the bottom, the mm -hmm. Emperor's problems have just doubled. They have an advertisement for Shadow of the Ninja right there. Also, okay. the other uh, Natsume classic, Tailgater, <laughs> Wait, which what? I've never heard of, but I think we That's should probably play it. Here. Tailgater? Oh, wait, no, there it is. That's a Game Boy game. It's Charlie the Highland Alligator must stop an evil dragon warlord from conquering the peaceful animal kingdom of Moberry. Join Charlie as he strikes a blow for freedom with mighty sweeps of his massive tail. <laughs> All right. Um, De yeah, sure. We're going to probably have to play Tailgater at some point. I it's guess we'll this. throw that on the list. <laughs> but yeah, so this is around the same time as Shadow of the uh, Shadow of the Ninja. That would that would and make that, sense. That jumps out to me because um, that jumps out to me specifically because I think we had similar. Um, oh, yeah. We had similar thoughts on Shadow of the Ninja where it's like, I mean, the gameplay. Sure. But that music, though. Yeah. The music it's, jumps out as being actually pretty special. Well, I don't want to say that by no means is the gameplay bad. It's no, it's, like, you, you've just experienced it before. It's, it's actually really, uh, it's pretty good. I had no, I have no complaints about it. And in fact, they have this, the coolest feature, which are like these satellite thingies that rotate around your character. Like, yes, I don't know how to explain this well. So it's, uh, these, these two little robot -y looking satellite things that, that, mm -hmm. that constantly arc on a pattern from, do they go all the way around your character, or is it just like a... They kind of, like, there's like a, a top and a bottom sort of. one, and they both kind of rotate on, like, a 180 axis. Yeah, each. yeah. And you can stop them with the A button if you want them to shoot in a certain direction, and they shoot every time you shoot. So it's it's actually really cool, and it makes some it parts feels... of these games really, like... So there's when, whenever you play Grady's or R-Type, there's always those segments where you're like, God, I wish I could just shoot at an angle all the time. Yeah, yeah. Right? And this this kind of solves that problem. Actually, it's it's really and like nice. Gradius has the issue of like you have to choose what other direction you want to be able to shoot in. Yeah, before you start. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like, do you want the you know, do you want the shot that goes up and forward at an angle at like a forty five degree angle, or do you want like, or do you want like the right angle of like straight forward and straight up? Yeah. Or do you just want, like, the ripple that does, like, a lot of damage out in front of you? Like, but you have to choose that before you go in and then just deal with it. Right, exactly. And this, and really this cool. is like, no, just reposition your bots to shoot in any direction all the time. Like, mm -hmm. you can always shoot forward mm -hmm. or backwards because you backwards. actually, like, your body actually turns around. It's not yep. like Gradius where you're constantly just shooting to the right. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, actually... <laughs> which makes a big difference sometimes actually when when i think this is one of those games that will will i won't remember it but if someone were to actually yeah. mention it by name i'd be like oh yeah that was a cool game yeah do, do you know what i mean where it's yeah yeah no it, i totally get that like i this think is the not... same thing with shadow of the ninja it's it's one of those yep. it's, it's one of these games where it's like yeah you know i'm happy i played it i think it's actually a pretty good game it's it's not unique exactly aside it from is the, an also the... ran yeah it's it's yes. an also ran but it's like it's Despite it having some stuff that's new and original, it is derivative mm -hmm. for the most part. Mm -hmm. But in the same way that, like, you know, there's a billion NES platformers. Right, that's not... Because yeah. everyone was chasing the Mario formula. But that doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean they're all bad. Some of them are really, really good. Yeah, I would say this is, a, this is right up there as one of the more enjoyable derivative NES games. Yeah. It's yeah, cool. I, like... It's got, it's very short. Yeah, it's only about, I mean, so I use save states in a little rewind time, but not, sure. not, not, not aggressively. 
uh, and it probably took me. I try to keep it to a. I try to keep it to a minimum. Yeah, like there's there's a couple points towards the end where I was like, nah, I don't feel like doing this again. And I would just rewind time. But uh, sure. for the most part, it was more of like, a, let's make a save somewhere in the level and kind of just stick to that and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it took me like maybe an hour. I want to say an hour and a half, maybe. It's it's not very long, and I'm not yeah, super that's about good how long at it these me. kind of games. Um, um, it's there's only five missions. Yeah, actually, they which have all. Sounds the, really short, but yeah, five boy are those missions real long. Yeah, it actually, it it almost. This is kind of funny. So I was, um, I, I've recently been playing through. Uh, do you remember? Did you ever play Batman: Arkham Asylum, the, yeah. the first Rocksteady Batman game? Mm-hmm. Do you remember yeah. the part where you're in the sewers going after Killer Croc? Yes. So vaguely. it's it's like. It's like a really neat part of the game where it changes the whole way the game is played and it's fun, but it does what I would say is probably the most, it's probably the most frustrating uh, aspect of game design that we still sometimes suffer through. And mm-hmm. that's, it's overstaying its welcome. Like, yeah, yeah, this is a cool part, but Jesus, let's get, I'm done with it now. I don't want yeah, to, yeah. I don't want to walk, have to go 500 meters and then have to walk back 500 meters. The only game I've ever played where they, they made you do that. And I was like, wait, this is actually really cool because it fits the story perfectly. And it's the sense of just like oh, dread, but like you're kind of excited to do it was the ending of Death Stranding uh, where, where you have to traverse like the entire world. And it's it's really crazy, but it's it was actually fit and was fun. And yeah, this is coming from someone who thought the story of Death Stranding was really, really average, especially for a Kojima game. But that mm. aspect of the game design was really cool. Yeah. And I think in some ways, this game's level design sort of suffers from that as well, where you're sort of like, I'm done. I'm done with this stage. I'm done with this mm-hmm. particular environment. I want to see something different, even if it's just subterranean realm two. Yeah. <laughs> like, get Honestly, me to a like, <laughs> everything that it does, it does for about twice as long as it should. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's kind of funny to see that this has been a thing that's been in games forever. <laughs> it still is today. Like it's still a, a, a thing where you're playing that game. And you're like, why? Why is this? No one, no one actually likes this idea. Someone, someone is keeping this here because either a they don't have time to add something else, or b they think it needs to be a certain length of game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that's you know, someone, well, it's, uh, it's, 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 someone it's a... during the stream met, like, I believe referred to it as like quarter munching bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, fair. yeah, I mean, like, this is like nineteen ninety one is nineteen ninety ninety one when this game was being made definitely still an era where like make the game hard. So they have to spend more money to beat it in the arcade mm-hmm. was a prevailing mindset. And I don't know if this game ever actually came out in the arcade. I don't think but so. But it doesn't matter because like, it's one of those things where this is just the, how you make games. The concept arose for this reason. Yeah. And even though the original reason for that design choice is gone, the design choice itself has stuck around because like don't change things. Well, it's, it's that, that it's was in shadow like, of the ninja too, right? Like remember yeah. the final stage when you were like, okay, am I going to go through the whole stage again? When, when you died to the boss and you're like, oh my God, I have to go through the entire stage again. That's not mm-hmm. happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I hit that a couple of times where I was like, okay, initially it was like, I'm, I don't know if we have unlimited continues. Um, mm-hmm. You do actually. I think you, yeah. Yeah. You do have unlimited continues. I was like, I don't know if we have unlimited continues, but I'm going to just hit a save state at the beginning of every stage. And then, like, I'll just play through the I'll just like play through each stage and, you know, 
and that'll be my that'll be my bargaining for like I'll just sort of give myself unlimited lives, but I'll still allow myself to actually like die and have to restart and lose some progress. And then I realized that I was losing like five to ten minutes. Right, because you thought there's gonna usually these kinds of games. Not usually, but a lot of times there's sub-levels and stuff. Yeah, sub-levels, checkpoints, something. Even Gradius has checkpoints, like, mid-stage. Yeah. Um, like, well, before and... you even get to the boss. Mm -hmm. But, like, no. Like, like, start from the beginning of the stage every time. And, did you and know it's, like, did... it's auto-scrolling, so <laughs> it is literally just an endurance match every time. Right, You the, the length of the game is if you were to not die, is always the same. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, um, like, bottlenecked, I think, only by, like, those couple of spots where you... I suppose were... some bosses. Yeah, bosses. And I think there's a couple of spots where you have to, like, destroy a wall or something. Yes, yep, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, there's, like, some... You have to hit, like... But those are essentially sub-bosses, so but basically kind of like, that's exactly. the only variance in playtime. Yep. I, I would have liked to experience it two players because I think I would have liked to experience Shadow of the Ninja two players as well. I feel like the uh, mm. it's kind of interesting that both of those games. Um, I wonder if I don't know if they're made by the same teams or not, but at least it doesn't Natsume. look like it. Okay, but it's interesting that they both kind of grabbed a hold of that 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 idea. Like, hey, let's this is a multiplayer experience. Let's let's enjoy some some uh, some two player. It's, it's chaos. pretty clear to me that Natsume at this point in time was um was pretty much looking at two-player co-op as like as being like a as... thing they wanted to go in on yeah i agree hey hey did you see this in the wiki or the the wikipedia page where the team affiliation when this was so when this was changed from america to the european re release yeah uh, the the characters were changed from arnold and sigourney to silverman and sparks okay <laughs> The respective likenesses were left unchanged, and the team affiliation was changed from SCAT to SAT. So they're just this special attack team. That's probably better. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, and that seems to that seems to suggest to me that someone in Europe was like, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. In Japan it was called Final Mission. That's kind of cool. Why did so it was just some ass and that was that was translating this to English. That was like, hey, let's make this the special cybernetic attack team. That wasn't like a a design choice by Natsume on the original version. No, the like the the localization efforts I think are very rarely are the the localization choices are very rarely like understood or signed off on by the original developers. Yeah, it's, I think it's usually just this one bilingual person and his marketing person. <laughs> like it's it's like a combined effort, right? Like yeah. you have to be bilingual and you have to understand marketing. And it's like, like, come up with a new title for this that will sell to the kids. <laughs> Scat, obviously. Scat. Yeah, that's. Well, they, work. they definitely made it easier too in America. You have like double the life or something crazy. Oh, is uh, that right? Yeah, I did think that six uh, six life points was a bit unusual. Yeah, you can take a lot of damage for this type of game. It's, but it's not there's very very few resources recovery. to recover it. Yeah, it's actually there's called like, so, there's like one R thing in each stage. Yep, and it recovers like four points or something I think like it's that. Three. Oh, three. Okay, but yeah, it's it's not very many. From what I can tell, I don't think you. Um, I don't think you have a maximum life. 
Oh, so if you were real pro, you could just hold on, like you could keep going. Yeah, because I definitely had like seven or eight at one point. Oh damn! And so either you don't have a max, either you don't have max life. I'm sure you have a maximum, because yeah, then yeah. you just overflow it and break the game. Well, like, but, NES but can't the... handle you like stacking up 35 life. Oh yeah, but like you said, there's only one or two R's per stage, so there's right. there's a maximum life just by design. Right. Right. Like so, even if you were to never get hit, the maximum. Life Although I is think only you get, I think you get a life up from uh, killing bosses kills. too. Yeah. Hey, question. Can you hear anything right now? Oh, a little bit. I hear some like clicky clacks. Yeah, I'm going to have to shut Dio out of the room because he is chewing a bone next to me. <laughs> hey, this very sounds like intensely. A... Is is Dio our sponsors? <laughs> no, but he'll we could take a word from him anyway. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> but also our actual sponsors. <laughs> You were talking earlier about what games I've been playing, and I yeah. think you were trying to get me to say 13 Sentinels. I was. And, like, that was the first thing that came to mind, and I was like, I need to build up to it. Ah. But, like... Why don't you then, just circle back at the end of this? Yeah, we got I mean, we got sidetracked, and I don't no, want to talk about it until I finish it. No, I don't want you to talk about it either. I, I want you just to mention it, and then we can say something. I just want to push people towards the YouTube sometimes. Cause like, oh, yeah. Because I, I, my... I am putting all of that play throughout on youtube and i'm like super proud of it because yeah. that game is amazing yeah i know I'm, I'm really excited to finally play it someday but i'm, I'm just waiting for a sale i'm being cheap right now that's fair that's um, totally understandable but like it is it is worth it if because I, I, mean, I think it's good to push people towards that if we can like yeah right? if I mean, you are if you're not like if you're not averse to a very windy and at times confusing storyline involving like every single like basically all the tropes all of the tropes yeah. all of the sci-fi tropes that make for a confusing storyline and that like i know for a fact there's going to be gaping plot holes oh, of course by the time i get to the end of this but i'm still really really enjoying the way it's coming together like there's there's just something about it like getting the perspective from all the different protagonists and, and the way they sort of like interact with each other. And I, I mean, I love science fiction. It is, it is, it is something, it is one of those games that I really, really appreciate because it is a story that really is built for and can only be experienced properly through its medium. Mm -hmm. Like this is a video game story told via a video game as a video game. Yeah. Like, very rarely does the story like, so, so I, I, you know, I love, I love Metal Gear Solid. I, I, I enjoyed the actual gameplay of, of Death Stranding, which is the opposite of a lot of people, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But if you were to strip away the gameplay of Metal Gear Solid, I still would have loved just watching the story of the game because it was right. fun. Yeah. Like actually playing it was it probably added some kind of it probably added a bunch of memory triggers and reasons for me to love it more mm -hmm. because I was playing the character that was then going through these things. Sure. But the story was exciting enough where it didn't really matter that much. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really awesome when you play a game that's like, oh, my God, this could only be told as a game, like as yeah. a game or this movie is such a great movie because it's a movie and not a book or whatever. Right. And or a book because it's a book and not a movie. But like things. video game stories, I think, are are the ones that have take that have what am I trying to say? 
Video game stories are the ones that I think least often take advantage of the being a video unique game unique aspects of their medium. Actually, I should I take that back cuz one of the coolest parts of Metal Gear Solid is probably the fact that it was a video game like where where it, the first one I mean, where where it read your memory card and shook oh, the yeah, controller yeah, yeah. and it kind yeah, of the broke weird meta the, stuff, yeah. Yeah, and it broke the bounds of what what is a video game and beyond a video game. So I take that back. That's not really fair. Metal Gear Solid, the very first one, did an amazing job of mm-hmm. telling a story using the using the technology that it had. And then after that, it sort of just was like, oh yeah, it's also a video game, because um, it didn't do it as it didn't do quite as many meta breaking things or like where the where you thought you lost the signal to the game system for a second. It, basically, everything they did for Psycho Mantis was fan, was was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, like, and there's that. There's the uh, there's check the back of the package for Meryl's God, codec I love, number. I love that so much. Like, that's, that's one of my that's my favorite meta breaking moment in any game of all time. Because yeah. my friend and I were so lost, and we were like, I don't know what to do, and we accidentally kicked the jewel case off of. I had like a we had this really big footstool that was uh, by the couch, and that's where the game was, and we accidentally bumped it off. I was like, Oh, I'll get it, and I picked it up, and I was like, Wait, holy holy shit what's this and we were mm-hmm. like oh my god <laughs> and that was that moment of i love this game this is my favorite series of all time now for yeah. story at least yeah. it's it's that was such a fun it's it's just one of those moments that you don't get to experience very often in anything where where your whole where your mm-hmm. whole experience is just blown wide open because of some amazing revelation or something that they did or whatever it is and when that happens you're like oh man that feels so good <laughs> i would say that like the the moment that you understand what Undertale is, is yeah. a similar moment. Mm-hmm. Like it, you, you know, there's a, you know, what's interesting about Undertale is there's a game. It was just recently re-released. I think it was, but it was a, was it, is it called moon? But it was an old game that had this, a sim, similar kind of story to Undertale where you play as a person that's in an RPG world that doesn't do all the normal RPG things. Like, it's sort of like, why, why are people so... Why are they breaking into your house and stealing stuff? Why is... You shouldn't be killing oh, yeah. monsters out in the world. And, mm-hmm. like, none of that makes any sense. Why are, <laughs> why are RPG protagonists just genocidal maniacs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was... It's I a didn't... fair question to ask. <laughs> because gameplay or video games i guess yeah that's that's really the only video game logic tells you that it's okay to just open every single door in a village and then just loot all of their belongings and leave there was a in in grandia 2 on dreamcast you go into one town and you know throughout most of the game you're just kicking people's stuff over like you can knock lamps over and open dressers and drawers and sure it's it's just fun but you get to one person's town you do it and he's like what what is your problem why, why why are you in my house taking my stuff and knocking my crap over and i was just like oh my god i that was that was the first time i had ever thought about that like mm-hmm. as an rpg player to oh yeah i'm i'm actually such a jerk <laughs> they kind of play with that in in wind waker too right where where you break pots in that one person's house and he's like um excuse me <laughs> why yeah, are you breaking yeah. those pots yeah totally and I think that, I, like, I like that. so I think that the way that video games, um, like, the really, really good special video game stories that we recognize is, like, this is this is a story that is made specifically for a video game and takes advantage of that. Yeah. Um, takes advantage of that medium to its fullest. Mm-hmm. Rather than, like, you know, your, your Last of Us and your, like, really highly cinematic stories are ultimately just trying to make movies. Well, hell, with gameplay interspersed. There's even 
YouTube channels that are dedicated to just taking this, the cinematics from mm-hmm. a lot of those games. Like, like Batman, for movie. instance, or, or Spider-Man. It's like Spider-Man 2018 video game, the movie. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, right Exactly. Right. It's the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like... So, 13, 13 Sentinels kind of goes back to, to, to... It breaks the bounds again where you're like, wait a minute. This is only possible in this way, and it's awesome. Right. Yeah, it, and I think the the way that is most often, um, the way that's most often achieved is through like meta narrative. Mm-hmm. So like what we were talking about with the um, yeah, with the like, you know, reading your memory card and breaking the fourth wall and mm-hmm. check the package and that kind of stuff. Undertale has all sorts of fourth wall breaking stuff like yep. all throughout it. Um, 13 Sentinels doesn't have that, and yet the way that its story unfolds, where you are basically, like, it's essentially a visual novel, but it's right. it's being told from all these different perspectives in an order that is somewhat linear, but still, like, you can, you can choose which characters you want to see the story of first. First, okay. And then, like, and then there's some things where, like, there's still structure to it. Because there's some characters where, like, okay, you can't get to the rest of his story until, until you get this other, other character's story up to this point. Mm-hmm. And because that provides needed context for this next chapter in their story. It's interesting to think about a visual novel being enhanced by by being a video game. Like, so I loved yeah. 999 and... Mm-hmm. and and, uh, yeah, the Zero Escape games are very, very similar in their in their style to the way Thirteen Sentinels is. Yeah, those were really good games that they they in some ways the game aspect helped. In other ways, you're kind of like, I don't care. I just want to get to the story. So mm-hmm. it's 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 cool that it sounds like Thirteen Sentinels is even a better version of that. Where instead of the like, because some of the some of the times when you're playing the the the, the Zero Escape trilogy, you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want I want to. I want. I don't care about solving a puzzle right now. I want to know more of the story. And it, right. from the little bit that I watched you play, it feels like the story is actually. It's always exciting because even even the combat stuff. Uh, it's kind of there. Seems like there's a lot of story even during combat and things. There is. Like it seems and, really important. And the combat is a separate thing. Right. Yeah. So like whereas always... in like in Zero Escape, it's like do the puzzle and you're rewarded with more story. Right. And it. This kind of does the same thing where like the the story bits feed into the action bits and the action bits feed into the story bits because there's there's basically like resources. Mm-hmm. So like by going through more of the story bits, you get um I think they're called like meta chips or something. It's basically <laughs> currency for leveling up your your units uh, in, okay. the, in the battle stuff. Yeah. So basically going through the novel part, going through the story parts of the game gives you xp essentially Mm. for leveling up your characters and then going through the going through the action parts going through the actual like combat gives you points to unlock more parts of the story Uh, so you they are still locked behind each other but they are in separate menus and it's like you are specifically choosing like okay Today I am going to go do story. Yeah, I'm going to do battles, or I'm going to listen to. I'm going to, or today I'm like today I'm going to go do, uh, today I'm going to go do combat stuff. Today I'm going to do visual novel stuff. So there isn't any, 
there's really no situation where you hit, um, I'm stuck behind this puzzle, but I really just want to know what happens. Mm-hmm. Or I'm stuck yeah, behind like having that. to do like this that. thing, but I really just want more of the story. I like that a lot. Because there is story, <laughs> there is story in the combat, but also like you are making a conscious decision to be like, okay, we're doing combat now, and you can sort of <laughs> mentally prepare yourself instead sure. of what Zero Escape tends to do, which is leave you on a cliffhanger until you find out where the colored button goes. <laughs> right. Which wasn't it wasn't bad, but it in hindsight, I I actually was I I remember the very last puzzle of the second game i was mm-hmm. like no nah, i'm not doing this i just looked it up because i didn't want to be bothered i just i wanted to see the end i did not yeah, care yeah, anymore yeah. about the uh about trying to solve it well then they get very obtuse yeah and like weird, yeah. up to this point like the visual novel portions of 13 sentinels have been extremely straightforward mm-hmm. uh with like one exception and and that was like this weird thing where i was stuck in a loop where i was like I was stuck with a couple of other girls on the street and we were like, let's go get snacks. Excellent. And and then there was a, and then there's a thing with a cat and I didn't realize that you had to get like a particular snack and then try to give it to the cat. Ah, okay. And that's how you advance things, but it, it <laughs> sticks you in a loop and the conversation just keeps looping. And I didn't and know you're what like, to do. What the heck? That's yeah, kind of cool was... actually. But like, where there's could... a, so you know how in, uh, in nine, nine, nine and in all the zero escape games, there's the grid, right? Yeah. Um, there's the, uh, there's, there's the grid of possibilities and the, Mm -hmm. and which timeline you're on and which, yeah, the big tree of everything. Yeah. There's the, there's the decision tree. Mm -hmm. So 13 Sentinels has that and it will show you how many branching paths there are from where you are, Mm -hmm. which like, if there's one, it's like, okay, well, we just have to go do what, get through it, just exhaust all of our options, exhaust all of our dialogue, and then we'll just find yeah, we'll just find what the next thing is. There's a very finite number of things to interact with. Sure. So it's it's not difficult to figure out what like what you need to do to go forward. Mm-hmm. And once you find it, if there's only one branching path, then it's like, okay, well, we're doing this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um because <clears throat> there's nowhere else to go. And if this is progress, then hey, we found progress. There's no that's what you do. Yeah, you're doing it right. But you also like when there is a branching path. It will actually give you a uh, it gives you a little tooltip for like what keyword to use to get Ooh, onto that path. That's neat. I love that. So you have like you have these keywords as like these little thought bubbles. Yeah. Of things you can use. And it doesn't tell you exactly what to do most of the time. It'll just have this like it'll just be like, here's your branching path. It leads to question mark, question mark, question mark. And then like over the top of it is like, is like this little, uh, this little key. And it'll say like, you know, it'll say, uh, one of the characters names or basically it'll tell you what keyword you use to get on that path. I like that. That's and nice. then it's sort of up to you to decide like when and what how. it applies to. Yeah. If, if somebody's listening to this and they wanted to hear you or watch you play it, could they? They could. I am actually, well, as of the time of listening, it will have been yesterday, but as of the time of recording, <laughs> I am playing this at twitch.tv slash timewanderer in about two and a half hours. But if they want to watch it from the beginning, how could they do that? Oh, um, I still don't have like a, a YouTube thing, but just... Oh, okay. um. But in the future, <laughs> maybe someday. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check something real quick. Okay. I'm gonna see if my channel comes up if you just search. Basically, uh, this will be on 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 uh, Dean's Time Wanderer YouTube, which you can get through. You can get at it through the through his Twitch channels and as well. Oh no. Oh no. There is another person on YouTube named Time Wanderer. Really? And it's some old guy with a glass of wine. Well, that's probably he's probably not playing Thirteen Sentinels. He's not. What if he was? How cool would that have been? <laughs> It appears, that, it appears that it appears that there are six videos. No, wait, there's actually a lot of videos. Okay, um, so if you search, does, does your channel come up though? It does, but so does this other person's channel. So don't watch the the old guy with wine. Yeah, don't watch. <laughs> he this dude is just he's got a bunch of videos from nine years ago of what looks like his family. <laughs> um, so don't. Don't watch those, or maybe do, but I don't like. I, I, it's got nothing to do with me. Um, this is the worst plug ever. It is. It really is terrible. Basically, <laughs> figure it the out. Re- for so yourself. what I did is I actually searched YouTube Time Wanderer in Google, and it brought up him instead of me. I see. I see Time Wanderer plays Illusion of Gaia. For some reason, number seventeen has popped up in the videos. Um. Wow. The the third one though, it's you how does that work? Hold on a minute. Oh, that's Twitch, that's why. Oh yeah, Never number mind. 17 has a it has a uh it has a clip towards the end. episode 17 of Illusion of Gaia has the bit with the dude in the painting at the <laughs> okay. end. Yeah. And I uh I I sort of clipped that out and and told everyone to watch it because I did like some actual video editing stuff. Ah. Okay, I put like cool. some effects on it and I was yes. pretty proud of it. So the moral of the story is the moral of the story is i i am on follow him on youtube as time wanderer but so is some other guy but just follow the one with an animated icon and a uh and and gameplay footage as videos instead of just like pictures like videos of flag football (laughs) at this point you're very dedicated and we appreciate you I'm sorry I'm like this. So, I believe we were talking about scat. Uh, ah! <laughs> and what did you think, or, uh, the, I just wanted to briefly talk about the, the, the weapons. Or the yeah. items, the pickups. They're did, fine. I, I was confused at first, because they're just, like, floating blocks, and I was like, okay, they're probably powerful, but then they just fly away after a second. They do! What the hell's that about? I don't know, it's weird! And I, I wasn't entirely sure what some of them meant right away. Like S, I oh, I like it took would pick me S half up, and the I was like, game I don't know to what... figure out what half of them did. Yeah, like lasers, obviously laser. That was L was that's laser. L. Yeah, S. That's fine. I didn't I didn't know what it did actually the entire time. Um, I think speed. it made you faster. Yep, it's speed. Okay, fig- but it took me like I didn't figure that out until like level five of five. <laughs> yeah, like it was. I was just picking it up. Like I don't know. The only one I. So I, I actually enjoyed the bomb a little bit because it made like that little after explosion thingy. And that was, I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, it was cool. But truthfully, once I got the wave beam or wide beam or whatever the heck the W is. Yeah. Like once, I, once I actually started using that, I was like, oh, no, there's there's really no contest. Yeah, W is really good. It's, like, it's and I don't know if it's wave or wide or. I don't know either. Yeah. 
it's it's the whatever the thing that looks like just like a fan shooting out of your gun. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's a it it hits it has an enormous hitbox, and I think it does as much damage as everything else. Like I yeah, it seems to right. <laughs> yeah, it is in fact wide beam. Wide the, beam. Uh, yes, the, the classic um, wide beam. Yep, that's what the uh, that's what the instruction manual says. Oh yeah, duh! I can just open the instruction manual. So S is speed. Okay. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. L is laser. Like we said. Oh, hold the B button for continuous fire of the laser. I didn't do that. Oh, my God. I don't know if I was or not. Because I know I, I held it for other guns, but I don't remember continuous laser fire. That makes that gun... Did, I feel like... Huh. Can shoot through some walls, apparently? Really? I did notice that with laser. Oh. That was pretty good. That's cool. I, I, I usually stay away from laser because it seemed like you had to be too precise. And I was like, I don't want to be bothered with that. It, it is very precise. That's cool though, and then R R R was recover, which is just okay, like yeah. give you because we were debating on if it was life. restore, recover, or repair. <laughs> I remember that. And it that. doesn't that was... matter. It give good life. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was just curious what they called it, because because technically your person's half human, half cybernetic. I suppose that's soldier. true. Because you are this, you are the the. Uh, I guess that's how you survive in space. The special cybernetic attack team. Yeah, the, it 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 even has the the the. The, my favorite mechan or my favorite design of all cyborgs where it's like, yeah, let's, they got to have some human parts. So let's make it their head. Yeah. Um, Cause like, I don't know why they never just shot Robocop in the mouth. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> just blast them right in the freaking mouth. It, it's, um, it's human head, completely robot body. Yeah. That's perfect. It's the, the easiest of <laughs> like the, the first thing everybody wants to shoot is the human part. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I did find out I did some digging on uh on cuz we were talking about the the music earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is a this is a fun uh, this is a fun little bit. The music in the music in this game is good, right? Yeah, I like it. Like pretty solid. It's it's not super memorable. Like I I don't I can't think of a particular song right now, but when playing it I enjoyed it. So the composer, yeah for this for uh for scat for scat is uh kyohei sada okay did that so that probably doesn't ring a bell mm, i'm not right off real the top good of your head names to be honest so no okay so let me kyohei sada is a former konami employee tell me he did contra he did Contra. No way. He did Contra. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. As well as uh, we got we got Top Gun, we got Adventures of Bayou Billy, we got Blades of Steel. Bayou Billy, really? Yep. Wow. We got Russian Attack. We got the classic scat. So, okay, here's the thing. I'm on his Wikipedia page. I yeah. don't know... I don't know. There's no like, or this isn't actually, this is not Wikipedia. It's using the Wikipedia, like, um, like the interface, the design the interface, but yeah. this is the, uh, this is VGMPF, the video game music preservation foundation. All right. Um, and this is not, uh, like cited. So take this with a grain of salt if you want. Okay. But here's what it says. In 1986, he joined Konami and worked on the audio for a great deal of their games. Then in 1988, 
He worked for Natsume, still keeping his job at Konami. Oh, wow. A year later in 1989, he quit Konami and only worked for Natsume. He then left Natsume in 1993. Throughout his career, he used a great deal of aliases. Sada's personal favorite work is scat for the NES. <laughs> Dude. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> According to the man work. who wrote the music, scat's music better than Contra. I mean, it's good music. I, I should listen to it. I, you know, it's not fair. I, I need to listen to it and just listen to it. I know I that yeah. sounds stupid, but <laughs> you know what I mean. We're, oh we're wow, just, he worked just... on the uh, he worked on the Oracle, the the Legend of Zelda Oracle games for the Game Boy Color. Oh dude, those games are great. You haven't played those, have you? I have not played those. <sighs> I feel like we that's a that's a must. We 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 have to. Play I probably those should. I probably should put some time into those. You you will, and you really I. I you really want to play them one after the other because they have it's it's actually quite cool how they link together with like some codes and stuff. Mm. Like I, you, I've you, I've heard that I I've heard there's some cool stuff in there. Yeah, like you get bonus content if you have beaten one and then you add it to the other. Uh, really awesome. Really, really that was those are fantastic games that are probably not as um I, I would say more, a lot of people are in the same boat as you where they haven't actually played through them. Hmm. I have but to be fun. honest, like, aside from Link's Awakening, I don't think I've played any... No, there's Link's Awakening and A Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds, yeah. Are the only two... Um, the handheld Zeldas? Handheld Zeldas I played. Uh -huh. Well, you didn't miss anything from either of the DS games. Um, I heard, um... Meh. No, wait. What is... Minish Cap is GBA, right? Minish Cap is GBA. I've never... You know, I've not actually finished... I've never played that game. I, I own That it. game seems great. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should play that. When we want, like, a little Like, at some point, game. yeah. That would definitely be, like, a longer term, like, a like an Illusion of Gaia thing where we have to play it over the course of a couple of weeks, I'd guess. Yeah. But, like, could be fun. Ooh, I'm putting... I'm, I'm writing that game down. I, I always... I've never actually... I am Finished deep in playing. the I am deep in the Yakuza six and thirteen Sentinels hole right now. Oh, well, where no, like for the those next, games next... are getting finished before anything else happens. The next the next few weeks are gonna be uh you know, these kind of games. These fun little these, these little games. romp. Little little romp through scat. Um, oh <laughs> do it. Stop. We're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done. Um Actually, I think we're done. I don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> I like I, I I wanted to bring the uh, I wanted to bring the the Kyohei Sada thing in because I thought that was cool. That's actually really cool. And now um, now we maybe we'll have to listen to some of the tunes so we can pick the 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 fun intro and outro. Since... Oh, totally. Yeah. Like um, I will. I, I'm gonna have to put that at the end of the uh, at the end of the thing anyway. So, assuming we're about ready to wrap things up here. Um, you all will hear what we chose here in a second, mm -hmm. but uh, we have to probably go make that decision. We do. I have a question for you. Sure. It has nothing to do with what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. um, what is the name of the kingdom in Mario Land? Mario Land? Yeah, the the, the like land the Game that Boy Princess one? Daisy oh, man. rules I, over. I know is, the name of the... this, but I have forgotten. I totally didn't remember either. It was Sarasa Land or something. Yeah, like Sarasa Land. Yeah, Saras Sara. Yeah, I, I want to say it like it's. Yeah, like each. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, like yeah, I, like I, it's because that does not sound like it was translated from Japanese at all. 
It sounds like <laughs> no. they were just like, oh, it's Sarasa Land? Okay. Yeah, Sarasa we'll Land. just call it that. Sarasa La- Rondo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought that was a fun little little piece of, of trivia that I, I couldn't remember when when I saw it. And I was like, oh, man, I feel like I know this. And I, I just I just didn't remember. That's 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 the that's, that's it. That's that's all for me. All right. <laughs> Should people play scat? Ooh ooh ooh. <laughs> um, the NES game starring Arnold and Sigourney. I was not by thinking Natsume. anything else. I was thinking nothing else. Uh, I would say, just watch you play it. I think. It's... I think it's 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 a fine game. It's fun. Let me rephrase that. If you if you're looking for an R type or a Gradius or just kind of like a side scrolling shoot 'em yeah. up sort of game, go ahead and play it. It's it's not bad. It's nothing. You won't. You're not going to be like this is the most amazing forgotten gem of the NES era or anything. But it's fine. It's fine. It's, um, it's fine. Yeah, and and the 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 little satellite things are really cool. You maybe 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 just play the first stage to kind of get a feeling for that. I mean, again, the whole experience takes like an hour and a half. If you rewind time, probably forty minutes. Yeah. Uh, like so, if you just pretend. Like you I would die. say that this is this is a game where like and we had a conversation about it during the podcast. Like, yeah. saving state is like it is something that didn't exist at the time because they wanted these games to take you hours and hours to finish. Sure, we're, we're kind they of do circumventing that with... the, some of the design decisions, but I think that's. But yeah, like, if if you're an adult and you've got stuff to do, there's mm-hmm. no reason for you to spend 15 hours getting good at special cybernetic attack team. Like, <laughs> yeah. ju- you if you just want to run through it to see what it's like, just just cheat, just just do it. It's fine. I don't even know if it's 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 funny to me because it's it's just so it's so ingrained now. It doesn't even feel like cheating. It's just like yeah, this is how I want to play old games. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cheating. It, oh, it's one hundred percent cheating. It's no There's, different than just giving yourself infinite infinite lives or invincibility. It's actually even worse than infinite lives because it's it's like invincibility, which is like because the, the game cheat, the right? game actually already gives you infinite lives, right? And it's, that's it's not good cheat. enough. This is this is IDDQD, like your your god mode now. It's on the yeah on the seventh day or eighth day. God created Turok kind of cheats going on. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're invincible. Yeah. Um. But, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know. Boot it up, have some fun. You, I feel like this is this kind of falls into the same category as as Shadow of the Ninja for me. Where if you're listening to it and it sounds like a game you're gonna like to play, then you're gonna like to play it. If you don't like it, then you already know. There's nothing. There's nothing unique enough that I would say you should experience it yourself. I yeah. would. Uh, if if you want to hear the music, just you know, turn on a, a YouTube video of the music. Yeah. If you want to watch somebody play it, you, you can. Watch D- well. Actually, the, the the Twitch vod will probably. Are are you uploading those to to, to YouTube as probably well? Probably not. It... Some okay. of them, if they're really good, that one was just kind of whatever. So yeah, it's just sort of like that's it's well. There. there you go. I think honestly that sums it up. <laughs> it was just kind of whatever. Yeah, it's it's yeah it's it's scat. <laughs> like it was, I like again. It's a scrolling shooter. It's Gradius with. Uh, with a human character that looks like it was ripped from Contra and the little rotating bots make it actually pretty cool because mm-hmm. it basically gives you like 360 firing ability, but that's really the only unique thing it's got. And the, and the Astro tube level that. <laughs> oh, and that, that level long. is miserable because it is just like, it is motion sickness. The stage. <laughs> Did you have, okay. I know we just said we were over, but I have to ask when, when, when that stage started and you're in the tube, did you think that 
the the background was like a wall you couldn't touch it yes because i was like oh god and then it, it was going up and very I was like, oh. very confusing <laughs> what the hell was actually a, a tangible object it turns out almost nothing <laughs> yeah so i was i was really confused because i thought the background was in the f- like the fork like you're mm-hmm. you're where you're at right yeah there um, was a couple of uh there was a couple of occasions in that were like that where it's like it looks like this is something that you're gonna bump into but you don't Mm-hmm. The one also, thing I will give it uh, we, over like a Gradius or an R-Type is like you can just bump into walls and ceilings and stuff and it's fine. But you cannot bump into power-ups unless you break them first. <laughs> That's true. If you bump into the power-up capsule, the power-up capsule hurts you. I was because killed by it multiple spikes. times. <laughs> but like, you know, like in Gradius, if you like slam into the ceiling, you just die. You just die. Well, because you're supposed to be like, you know, Yeah, you're a spaceship. And if you're a spaceship, don't run into a... <laughs> a wall but arnold and sigourney do not care no well because i get like i guess the idea is like they can like put out their feet and just kind of like brace well, supposed their to be jetpacks too right yeah like they're not they're not actually going forward at super fast speeds they're they're jetpacking their way forward at right. whatever speed that is because they can i guess land and turn around they're they're cybernetic it's fine yeah they're full of cybernetic <laughs> special cybernetic attack team yeah so like it was like because your because your sprites are bigger than it is in a in in a scrolling shooter like that like the yeah, fact that actually, you don't your sprites huge yeah the fact that like you don't take damage from bumping into things is really nice yeah so and I'll give it that that and the the rotating bots sets it a little bit apart but not so much that I think you really need to spend time with it like it's yeah like it's I mean fine how how many exploding heads would you give this. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh the, on the on the game pro ranking this is hmm. yeah it's not it's not the full exploding head it's just like the it's like the smiling face whatever that yeah one it, it's the say. it's the regular smiling face yeah i'm not it's, hype it's, about it i'm just like i had an okay time with it yeah that's that's what it is i think <laughs> i'm not I, hype yeah not hype i'm just 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 standard not even full smile not like ear to ear smiley just like you know yeah just smiley Almost like almost like the flat mouth, like yeah, but ca- the mouth because like it was it was generally bit. fun, but there were some bits of it that were unfun. Like that sure. tube level goes on for way too long, and it is just motion sickness. And I don't even get motion sickness, but I was like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> and like, there's five stages, but they're like, I would have rather had ten stages that were half as long, <laughs> and they were literally just with random breakpoints in the middle of it. Yes. Like, like just make it feel like you're doing something else yeah yeah um so yeah it gets it gets average average face out of exploding head yeah that's average face out of exploding head that's perfect we'll see you next week have a great week 